Well, how's everybody doing? How are you guys rolling? Welcome to the Pucknologist episode Gretzky, if you will. Who knew that we would get this far? Uh, I'm AJ underscore strong on all the social media platforms. With me as always, the one and only Hockey Jerk. Kind of thought I was going to be able to retain uh, my final billing there in the uh, in the casting call, but it's okay. I'm doing well. How are you? You love to see it. Well, and the only reason hey, why I I'm, do that, I'm just off. saying, some some actors pay for that that and to be next to them in the credits. So <laughs> that's true. Just saying. And the reason why I switched it up is because filling in tonight we have Putt Guy 14 in for Rocket Backhander. I am not as great as Rocket, but we do have the same amount of teal wardrobe. How's it going, everyone? It's not wrong. So, <laughs> uh, here we are. I've lost count of what week this is. I want to say 29 of the NHL on pause season, week five or six of the lockdown, depending on where you were at. So, uh, let's just start off. What, what are you up to, uh, Putt Guy? We know you are a essential worker so yeah I, how's, how's I, uh, that working uh it's been insane it's been an absolute insane five weeks um just six hour or six day weeks uh 13 hour shifts sometimes uh now now the warehouse is having some issues so it's it's just been one mighty cluster uh you know what but uh hanging in there uh taking it easy as much as I can and uh, missing hockey as much. That's why this is always a welcome distraction with everything going on. Uh, Jerkman. Uh, sleep, staying up late, <clears throat> sleeping, sleeping in. Uh, I downloaded TikTok. Um, <laughs> oh, <good God>. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I've already deleted it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, I, I was very hesitant. Um, just because everything I've seen between things shared on social media, things that people text me is just, it doesn't, doesn't really seem like my flavor. Um, but then once the app learns what you find to be funny, it's pretty good. <laughs> so, All right. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a peek. Maybe. I'm surprised. I'm surprised we don't have a Teal Town USA TikTok. I'm just saying, I think people would pay for that. <clears throat> we, we actually do. I just haven't put anything there yet. <laughs> I, oh. just, I just wanted to park the username. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that right about the time that I uh, turn off the MySpace account, right? <laughs> so, of course. Uh, let's get to uh, at least some Sharks news. But before we do that, of course, I have to do our digital janitorial. Remember... Thank you guys so much for watching us. And if you ever ca or if you ever miss a show and you want to hear it again, you can find us on all your favorite podcatchers. Everything is always on YouTube and at tealtownusa.com. And speaking of which, make sure you follow us on all those platforms: YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. We would certainly appreciate it if you have an iTunes account. Love to see five stars and some cool reviews up there. And remember, the subscribes to YouTube, always huge for us. We would appreciate it. So, uh, there was a photo that came out, and uh, Hockey Jerk had some things to say. Yeah, uh, there, there appears to be some kind of, um, some kind of little doodad there on uh, Mr. Joe Thornton's right hand, specifically in the, the thumb area. 
Um, Perhaps I'm, index finger? Can't tell, really? Could be, really, anybody's guess. Uh, I've never been one to uh, extrapolate information from a single picture. Uh, just kidding, that's all I do. Um, but it seems to me like maybe maybe Mr. Joe Thornton's having some kind of pain, soreness, or what have you going on here. And, you know, for me anyway, it, it, it uh, creates the same question that I had created with Eric Carlson is, does this explain the below average performance during the season? Or is this a quarantine casualty, if you will? Oh, yes. Uh, that good, good look. Um, it could be that, uh, hey, you know, wh- which hand did Eric Carlson have a problem with? Uh, I want to say left, but it really could have been either. Yeah, see, I want to say left as well, and maybe just Thornton, you know, that like those hand things came in pairs, and Thornton said, hey, if you're not going to use that right one, I'll take it. It looks cool. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, being a hockey player, it's all about being a good teammate, right? So see? what so. better way to show solidarity than... Wrap your thumb up and, you know, be a good teammate. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's really, really could be anything. It, it could be as simple as, you know, may, maybe he, he maybe he was making some salsa and, and cut the webbing between his his thumb and his finger, you know. And <laughs> I don't know. It could be. Know. Yeah, really. Yeah. Avocados <laughs> are sharp, boys. No. <laughs> hey, when you're making your, your guacamole or your salsa, you know. You, you just never know. I mean, perhaps but the, at the salsa same, was too spicy. And that that would be uh, ooh, the spiciness in 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 a cut, not good. Yeah. But at the same time, it could have been a minor procedure that you know he was kind of putting off, and we're like, well, I'm I'm not going to be doing too much things right now, boys. I might as well knock it out and take care of it before uh, we start up, maybe in. July. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll get to that. Uh, sup, Hunter? Um, so, look, I, I get it. Like, people are bored. <laughs> I, I, and I totally get that. I'm one of those people to a certain extent. Uh, that's, and you'll see the, uh, shall we say, the fruits of that bored labor a little bit later in the show when we look at some jerseys. But, uh, fact of the matter is, you know, sometimes you can make use that boredom to be productive, and sometimes you can be uh, a bit of a douche and pose as somebody else on Twitter, and uh, you know, get people riled up about something. And you know, I don't know how how freaking bored you have to be to do that, but whatever. Uh, the other thing that just has got me going—I've said it before—the damn memes and the the fake brackets and these. Fucking ranking articles. Can we stop already? Look, so far since the last show, let me see what I saw in The Athletic. Um, the best player to ever wear a number, and they went, you know, 0 to 99. Oh, uh, the worst to ever wear a number, by the way, 17, your own Pat Falloon on that. Um, 50 hockey Twitter accounts to follow. Uh, surprisingly, Hockey Jerk 50.1 on that list. Um, well, you know, <laughs> and NHL one hit wonders and Jonathan Chichu on that list. And now uh, look, I get that you need content, but come on, man. I mean, how about backgrounds on current players or better yet on prospects? How about breaking down things like Corsi and Fenwick or the natural stat trick site 
and you know how to use that to your benefit and to help educate yourself how about like a deep dive on the salary cap like why not educate your readers rather than just produce lazy journalism uh, to me i think it's trying to f- have some fun with with what's going on you know go with what you already know about with all, with everything like one hit wonders that that's a little rough in my mind but to see all these top 10 lists uh, unfortunately it's like wait wait what's going to happen when we have uh, a lockout in a couple of years and the, they're going to just rehash all, all those they'll rehash all those again uh, but yeah i get it with you i think there's a i think there's room for for both aj i think there's room to have some fun with with some of the some of these uh posts but also yeah Let's learn about Corsi. Let's learn about Fenwick. You know, let's learn about the salary cap or, or the inner outings of how the how the CHL works with the three leagues. I mean, so, stuff like that would also be entertaining. I, but I think there's a, there's a way to do both. Jerk, your take on all these things? I don't know. I mean, Puck makes a lot of good points, but I already know all those things, so it served me no purpose to read them. I'm just but kidding. You are the uh, informed <laughs> fan. <laughs> no, but no, Puck is absolutely right. Like, why not? Like, you know, why not do something that actively benefits your readership? I mean, I right. to, to be fair, even when the season is in full swing, I'm not a article reader per se. Um, so seeing these kind of fluff lazy pieces as you say aj is even more so for me kind of just like oh boy another article i gotta not read but (laughs) you know why not take this use it to your advantage i made the point last time we recorded as well you know if you're somebody you know i mean it, it doesn't have to be sharks related but let's say you're somebody like kevin kurz or somebody you know michael russo comes to mind or you know pierre lebrun or somebody like that why not say hey this is how I got into hockey. This is how I got the job I have now. Maybe this is who I grew up enjoying. Player, team, whatever. You know, make it something that's like, you know, and I, I definitely rehashing what I've said before, but the one thing I like about Kevin Kurz is that even though only AJ and Puckey, I believe, have actually met him, I feel like anybody who reads him knows a, a little bit about him on a personal level. And I feel like that's a nice kind of dynamic to have with somebody who's bringing you information about your sports team. And, you know, I think more beat writers, if they don't, I think they should have that kind of transparency. Yeah. Cause I will say, dude, down goes Brown. Who's usually a decent read on the athletic. Oh dude. It's just ranking after ranking after ranking. It's like, good Lord, come on. I, I wouldn't and mind actually, seeing some more from uh, that guy that I can't ever pronounce his name. What's his, like, Oh, Lecision? Lice, lice, licensed, yeah. yeah, dude. I know a, who you're talking dude, about. Don, dude, get Dom? a better no- Dude, figure a better gnome to plume. Yeah, Don, that guy. Don, but uh, you know, it, it's a good segue, AJ, that you bring up. Uh, I didn't. I wanted to wait to reveal this, but tomorrow on Teal Town USA, eight o'clock a.m. Pacific, top one San Jose Sharks podcasts. <laughs> oh, that'll be worth turning in for. Let hey, me let now. you. Oh man. You're not gonna believe number one. <laughs> oh man. I, I can only imagine. Jeez. Are we putting down Vegas odds on that? I don't know. Um <laughs> But to for me, like the all to like, okay, you have the articles. Fine. I, I'm not the biggest fan. But the memes. Can we stop with the freaking quarantine house? You want a quarantine house? Here. Here you go. 
Here's mine. Enjoy. <laughs> okay? And you know what? You can decide whether Hernandez is alive or dead in this scenario. I don't care. But, dear Lord, can we stop already with these quarantine house memes? What house do you want to be stuck in? Oh, you lazy bastards. You lazy so, bastards. So what you're saying is, is I shouldn't unveil the Sharks bingo on the Teal Town Instagram tomorrow? No. No. Okay. But uh, I'm happy that Jerry is uh, <laughs> putting the uh, the top one podcast on his calendar. That's that'll be good. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say this. You know which house you know which house I would like to be quarantined in? Sure. Mine. There you go. <laughs> With nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so let's move on. There was a scotch bit of news this week. Uh, Drew Doughty comments came out from him saying he doesn't think the 1920 season is going to be completed. Today, Governor Newsom from California called it unlikely that a sporting event or any other event, so I'm assuming that also you could probably put concert underneath that heading, uh, but unlikely I think that... The, it, I Sorry to interrupt you. I think the main target for that was Sharks, 49ers, and then... Like earthquakes, earthquakes, and then like San Jose State, Stanford, that kind of thing. Like I think, I think it was restricted to those sports specifically, but could be wrong. Well, it just said unlikely that a sporting event would be held in the state with significant crowds this summer. So, gotcha. You know, you say significant. So Barracuda crowds. are back on track. <laughs> Ouch! Oh. oh, dude, you want to talk wow. social distancing? It's like okay, fans, everybody gets their own section. All right, there you go. They wouldn't even have to do any extra work. (laughs) No shit. Uh, And then Pierre Lebron tweeted, a reminder that the NHL is willing to delay the start of next season until November in order to finish off this season, if possible, with summer hockey. Uh, The NHL believes they can play a full season next year, even if it starts in November, looking to cancel the All-Star game and bye weeks, and playoffs would go as late into June 21st. Now, this is a correction from what we heard Bill Daly say about a month or so ago. Uh, He said the league will not entertain any ideas that involve a truncated or impacted 2021 season. So, again, this is all stuff that that continues to develop day by day. Uh, Jerk and I are on... You know, we're on record a month ago saying... I was going to say, we're, we're like four parallel universes ahead. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> dude, we were, we were talking about like starting this shit in like Thanksgiving like a month ago. Just, you know, <laughs> whatever you got to do. I mean, I, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, you know, once they get the lift to actually have like more than 100 people in a building, you know the NHL is going to just jump on it and get and play games without fans because look at what it could bring. You, you've seen the success of what, what the WWE and WrestleMania brought uh, with with how we're ta- well We're that... talking about sports now, Jer- True. Or, uh, no, uh, guy, that's, but... uh, yes, yes, I know, I know. And rest in peace at XFL 2.0. Uh, but the, the, <sighs> point, the, point, the point being, though, is if they get to be the first sport that can come out and play play with no fans and and get their product on the ice, you know how big the ratings would be. I, and I'm sure that's what Batman and and the owners are are thinking about. You know, and 
to just like you just give them that little that little scotch of an inch it'll get it'll be a massive for for the league and the exposure that they are so desperately needing see well and we and we talked about too a while back um i think with with a few exceptions i think ticket sales as a whole for the nhl i think are down the last few years correct me if i'm wrong on that one aj so you know like Mm. the lockout you know when the the most recent lockout seven years ago ended interest and excitement is going to be at an all-time high i mean puck guy is right yeah yes okay sure professional wrestling it's sports entertainment it's not a sport but it's still an event with a crowd that people get excited about you got to capitalize on that excitement and and i think puck guy is right you know the nhl if they have the opportunity to be first in line they're gonna do it well we also saw that fans came back in droves when there was a lockout or and that's you know when owners or players were blamed and that's not necessarily just hockey there you know you can go back and look at what was it what what season did we lose 94 95 in baseball yeah, we lost the rest of 94 and part of 95. Yeah, so, and, and fans, you know, so many, so, oh, we're never coming back, blah, 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 and, and, you know, like, did it take McGuire and Sosa's big mm-hmm. home run derby thing all season to help bring back interest? Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. definitely a great coincidence, and it helped drive interest, but this isn't a case of fans and owners you know bitching over who gets the extra million dollars one way or the other this is like we got nothing here you know can't do anything about it now to get back to your point for a quick second about the xfl i will always be on record saying the xfl was never going to make it anyway playing just after the super bowl is handed out people are i agree balled out you know there's a very small contingent of fans that will continue to that will first off have to learn about a new league and all of that stuff right in the middle of when basketball and hockey are gearing up march madness spring training horrible time to add yep. another player to the table it, you know you you run that during the summer and it's fantastic and, it, and yep, the- i bet you it would do great but I mean, look how successful the Sabercats were for years when they had their league in like April or May when they started and finished up around September Mm -hmm. and they, Mm -hmm. they would fill up the tank. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to sit in an air conditioned, air conditioned building in July and August for two and a half hours, you know? And and, and that's where, you know, go back forever. Like when the rhinos and the Oakland skates played in RHI, you get your hockey and your air conditioning. There you go. Oh, super chat from Skyler. WWE being able to have shows thanks to Florida's governor accepting a kickback from a GOP Supermax may lead to games in Tampa and Florida. Yay, corruption? Uh, okay. For, con- for context, the, um, the co-founder of WWE either worked or works in the Trump administration. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, let's stay away from the politics. I've, I'm, I'm <laughs> politicked out right now. Um... And that, but you did say the, I think you said the word president. Let's talk about a vice president, uh, Ted Pollack, the VP of ticketing for the Vancouver, or Vancouver, I'm sorry, Vegas mm. Golden Knights, on Twitter said uh, to VGK members, check your email, your 420, make your own pot jokes here, your 420 payment may be postponed until 820, but action is required. 
Now, I'm going to ask you both. I'll start with you, Jerk. Have you seen word from any other NHL teams that are postponing required season ticket payments or anything diverted? Clearly no refunds because right now everything is, quote, postponed. Uh, but people could obviously use that money now. Have you seen anything? <laughs> and and I know it, it, you aren't going to start with the Bruins, so keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I haven't I haven't seen anything uh, like that. I think oh, we we, I mean, inter- we interrupt jerk for this sound. Okay. Hey now. There you go. <laughs> no free ads. No. Free ads. Uh, you. I don't know. I haven't heard or seen anything pertaining to that. Um, I, I mean, there's a bunch of different ways you could slice it. I think the way I would look at it is maybe Vegas, the Vegas VP, maybe they're, you know, coming to, coming to terms with reality and they're, you know, just saying the things probably aren't going to be dialed in until next season. And I think the reason why we haven't seen anything with other teams, I think maybe because those other teams think everything is just sort of going to work itself out. Um, that said, and puck guy knows what I'm talking about more than anybody. Probably if I had to guess as to why we haven't heard anything about it from the sharks, it's because they probably already made all of their pack holders pay up front. Am I right? Yeah. I, I think more so the uh, 365ers are still getting monthly, uh, build, mm-hmm. uh, but with what me, I read on a Facebook page is that they were recently hit up for a payment. Yeah, uh, for Shark Pack holders, they haven't said anything to us. Uh, I'm sure the same thing is probably for the half season. I haven't heard anything except for that, you know, they're working from home. If you have any questions, give them a call. But uh, good on Vegas to, to uh, you know, to have it deferred. And that brings up another question, guys, is how are they going to set up next season for payments? I mean, if you you finish the season in August, are you gonna be are you gonna try to double dip these uh, dip the, like like let's say Vegas for uh, for example, you're asking for them in July for for playoff invoices. Are you also gonna be asking them for twenty twenty one uh, regular season tickets at the same time? I mean, they're gonna have to. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just. Write this. Got to write down a note for Jonathan Becker here. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, I mean, let's say the Sharks made the playoffs, you know, and the league comes back in June to finish up the last twelve games. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hit me up for playoff tickets, if oh, wishful thinking, of course. But also, hey, 2021 starts in November. Uh, let's hit it up. Uh, thank you so much for the donation, Skyler. Sharks 365 member can confirm. First of the month payday. So, yep, they're still pulling in the fees right now. Now, to be fair, to be honest, uh, VGK, uh, you know, the maybe Vegas, they're, they're trying to appease the, the fans that are just super pissed off right now because they all believe that Vegas uh, had the 2020 cup taken from them by the virus. You know, because the, oh, you know, the refs stole it last year. You know, oh, yeah, so. yeah. The the sharks and the refs stole it last year. Uh, Ovechkin stole it two years ago. Yeah. So it it would make sense for you know to hit the hat trick on having the cup stolen. Hey now, um, and and really quick, jerk. Uh, how is the Vegas economy still recovering from um, losing all those playoff games from 2019? Is it doing okay now? 
Oh yeah, uh, I I, they're I not, think they're oh doing... see I heard they were like ready to co- close T-Mobile tomorrow. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> as long as long as people like me still roll on over to throw some dice, they'll be okay. Oh, hey now, uh, <laughs> on the hop, fifty-four on the hop. Uh, the KHL has announced it will implement a salary cap next season, and I, from what I understand, that's the first time ever that this has happened. Does this mean that we start to see more Europeans come to the NHL, jerk? Hmm. I. It depends. I mean, if you're restricting this to the KHL, I would say maybe, but probably not, just because a majority. A majority of KHL players like to stay in the KHL. Obviously, there are a few exceptions, but for the most part, the guys who start and flourish in the KHL like to stay over there. But if we're talking Sweden, Finland, maybe even Germany, I again, I could see that, but there's no indication that those leagues are going to do a salary cap. I think... If we do see an influx of Euros coming to the NHL, it's certainly not going to be this season because, or this coming season rather, excuse me, because, you know, the NHL starts their regular season in October, but every other pro league on that side of the world, Russia, Eastern Europe, Western Europe, they start their regular season in August. So there's no way, there's no way that, you know, these Euro guys are gonna they're gonna slide in. You know, they're if you think about the point Puck guy's making where you have a late finish to this season and then a late start to next season, the Euro season starts in between in this little truncated off season. So I would have to guess a lot of guys are gonna say, Screw that, I'm not wasting my time, I'll just play another year over here. I Well, and play a year that they that they see how it's actually structured and how it ends up working, you know? Exactly. Um but sleepy mofo Johnny on the spot. Will we see more Euros come to the NHL? <laughs> Not Goldovin. Goldie's <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the K. Oh man, he never. Uh, I. <laughs> or no, he's never played in the K. I was going to say he he never played in the K. He's just from. He will now. Russia. But yes, he he signed with uh, he signed with Siska. Correct. Yes. Yeah, which I mean, a, a, as far as picking a team to play for in the KHL. I mean, Siska is it's one of the teams to play for. So, you know, he'll probably have 20 and 20 and then be back in the NHL in three years. Does Vancouver still hold his option then or no? Um, I want to say yes. I believe. Yeah, because he is assume. Let's just for simplistic sakes, say that he's staying in North America. Yeah, he uh, is going to be a restricted free agent. Uh, at the end of this season. And so he could go dink around in Europe for, um, he could go dink around in Europe for two more, for two seasons and still come back to Vancouver. But once, once he turns 27 or 28, then it's fair ball for anybody in the NHL. All right. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce what that username is. Uh, KHL still has rules that youngsters can't be drafted by NHL until age 23. Or is that me? Or well, is it un- until twenty twenty three? I don't know if I'm reading that correctly. Yeah, I if I if if the way that that's presented is the way it's meant to be presented, then I'm gonna have to say that's not true. Just because I mean, a lot of eighteen year old Russian players get drafted every year. I mean, Gold Dobin. Um, mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I, if I, we could get a clarification on that, it'd be great. But to, to circle <laughs> Steven, back to your earlier, Steven. <laughs> our, our fake intern is going to get on that. But to to circle back to what you were saying, uh, I would have to, you know, do obviously a little more homework on this one. But the salary cap for next year in the KHL is going to be 900 million rubles, which is just a smidge over $14 million which is not really a high number when you compare it to the NHL. But, however, I think, and again, I'll have to do some homework, but I think the highest paid KHLer this year made something like $3 million US, which mm. you're probably you're probably thinking, oh, that's not really a lot. However, let me do some math for you. <laughs> you're not having so, to live here. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. It, depending on which NHL city you play in, between taxes and escrow and fees and all that BS – you are losing you're losing anywhere from i think i want to say 43 to 51% of your gross income just based on where you live and all the factors i mentioned in the KHL there's no escrow for starters but also the percentage of your gross that you lose to taxes and fees 13% mm-hmm. so you take you t- even though you're making less money you take home a larger piece of the pie. So I don't I just, know that a salary cap will affect these teams too much. I just, I like the idea of like, we can ice an entire team or we can pay Eric Carlson. All right. <laughs> there uh, were also two, oh, also oh two, t- two teams that had to fold outright just because of monetary concerns. Oh, nice. Hey, uh, what? Speaking of more monetary concerns, we were talking about the season ticket holder thing earlier. Uh, Ticketmaster, those greedy, oh. those greedy sons of bitches, uh, mm-hmm. has evidently secretly updated until you know somebody took a peek at the, the terms and conditions and noticed that they've updated their refund policy from saying refunds are available if your event is postponed, rescheduled, or canceled to now reading only if canceled. Now, here's my question. <laughs> like, first off, it's that's a shady as shit move to do where you're trying to do it under the radar. And it just make like, Ticketmaster, everybody knows they're already, a you know, a shady as hell company that is clearly a, a monopoly. How they're allowed to exist, I still don't know to this day. The ridiculous convenience fees and all that crap. But... <sighs> The like at least if they had come out and like posted it on their Twitter and it says by the way gen you know public at large we have updated this at least you can say hey at least they put it out there but the fact that they tried to do this shit under the radar just makes them look even more shady than they already are but my question is well I bought tickets back I bought tickets for a concert in May and I bought these tickets like last November and. I purchased Sharks tickets. I had tickets for three of the five remaining games at SAP that I purchased back at the beginning of the season. Um, when I purchased those, it said refunds are available if the event is postponed, rescheduled, or canceled. You, how, how, how is it that you can change your policy today and have it affect purchases that were made months ago? I expect Ticketmaster to see uh, – uh, there might be some people to get together a class action. I can't imagine somebody suing Ticketmaster for not getting a refund just because 
all the money that you would spend to get a refund. Like, you know, it's, it doesn't make any financial sense. However, if somebody got together a class action where there was just thousands of fans or ticket purchasers that are like, yeah, I want a refund or whatever, because some of these tickets, they're pretty exorbitant. So I, yeah. I just want to know how you can change a policy today that affects purchases from four, five, six months ago. Somebody explain when you that have, to me. When, when you have a monopoly and you control, I think, like 28 of the 31 teams, I think Vegas, the Kings use like access tickets. And then I think the Sabres use like tickets.com. I was going to say, have, I, I, there's one team that I know, I think they're sponsored by StubHub, but... Yeah, yeah, but the, I think Ticketmaster I, owns StubHub. Maybe. But I do know, I can confirm that as somebody who's been to three Golden Knights games, yeah, they use some weird jalopy-ass ticket system. But, I mean, it works. Hey, if it's not Ticketmaster, they can be as jalopy as it wants. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, but, no, the, the, the thing is is that this this is, you know, yeah, like you said, AJ, you got your tickets in November for that May concert. Uh the things you don't just go. Oh, we changed our mind, you know, or hey, we we we're gonna we're gonna move it to Los Angeles instead of Redwood City, you know. Give me <laughs> give me a break. I mean, come on. If you're gonna change things up, give us a heads up. You already have a freaking monopoly with charging what thirty five dollars for a, a for a forty five dollar ticket at the Shark Tank, and. and Granted, the Sharks can't do too much about it unless they have their flash sale with no fees. But come the frick on. Well, I mean, I guarantee you that whole flash sale thing, I guarantee you. And this is just me speculating, but I'm still going to guarantee it. (laughs) 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 That, to me, I believe is like that is the Sharks essentially discounting all those tickets, what the fees would be. I guarantee you Ticketmaster is still getting that money. Oh, yeah. It's just the sharks are taking a haircut to sell some more seats, you know, and they, and hopefully you make it up on the parking and the concessions and all of that. But it's still, yeah, I guarantee you, ticket Ticketmaster not out of the you know the kindness and generosity of their hearts, saying, you know, for this game, let's just wave the f- bullshit. So, anyway, I, either way, Ticketmaster and Fanatics. Uh, I mean, who, who's worse? Let me just throw it out there to the room, and I'll ask the and, and I this this goes to the uh, twenty eight of you currently watching right now. And again, we appreciate you so much for doing so. If you could hit the subscribe subscribe button, we would certainly appreciate that. But I will throw it to the room. Who's worse, Ticketmaster or Fanatics? Uh, Jerk, we'll go with you first. Spider Man pointing at Spider Man. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, I I would if if you're gonna make me pick I would say I'm unsure but uh but my God both of them are are craptacular I, I mean, mean it's it, just, it, it's awful they both yeah. come off like like monopolies right now yeah I mean it's kind of like would you would you rather get hit by a red car or a blue car yeah no <laughs> I feel you uh, it's you know if I if I have to, if I, like gun to my head, I'm going to say Ticketmaster. And the reason being is, be, and, and, and people know me, they're shocked that I'm saying that right now. Because anytime I get an opportunity to point the gun at Fanatics, I usually pull the trigger right away. But for me, it's Ticketmaster, and I'll tell you why. They will literally charge you to print your own tickets at home. Yeah. 
Like, are you kidding me? Like, Good how is that Jay. costing you anything? How does me using my own ink and my own paper, how does that cost you anything? They would charge you for that. Just all, and the fact that they just put convenience fees. There's, have you ever gotten your cell phone bill or like uh, your internet bill or whatever? It is like, okay, here's this much for state taxes and this much for this. Like they, it's for Ticketmaster, it's like convenience fee, this, this fee, this fee. And there's no rhyme or reason. There's no details about it. And the fact that the fees change based on the price of the ticket, which makes zero sense. Why is the quote unquote convenience fee? Why, if I buy a $400 ticket on the glass, the convenience fee is like $57. But I buy a ticket for the exact same game, row 15 in the upper deck for 48 bucks. It's the exact same game, but now the convenience fee is $12. Like, why, why, is, why is it a percentage of the ticket price? If it's a flat fee, okay. But the fact that it changes based on the cost of the ticket, oh, f you. Well, and that, and that's the thing. Like like you said, AJ, printing printing a ticket from your own house, it's the same amount of time, energy, and effort to print a thirty dollar ticket as it is to print a seventy five dollar ticket. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why I go with Ticketmaster. Like to me, Ticketmaster, they know what they're doing. Fanatics are just idiots. They just don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. So that's why I leave it there. That, that, that's an understatement. Colton yeah. Pareko, uh, Rangers, Jersey. Yeah. Uh, Ray, Ray Ray Calgary Flames, Jersey. Snosses. Snosses. Yeah. Uh, yes, Snosses. All right. So let's, let, let's, okay. We're all, I, I was very triggered by that conversation. Uh, let's move on and have some fun. Uh, for those yes. of you who were not aware, we put together some mock-ups for Sharks jerseys. Now, originally, this started as a, a nod to what the Anaheim Ducks did. If you are uh, not in the know, uh, evidently for their 25th, now the, for, from, after doing a little bit of research, evidently the Anaheim Ducks have worn like 11 different jerseys. <laughs> so for their warm-ups for their 25th season, they rolled... In a version, you know, obviously Adidas, but a version of one of those jerseys over the course of their season. And we said, hey, the 30th is coming up for the Sharks. What would theirs look like if they decided to do something like that? So we present to you uh, what that would look like. So if Adidas made the inaugural jersey from, you know, the, the first few years that the Sharks were around. This is what we think it would probably look like if Adidas, you know, made that today. Doesn't that look sharp? Hey now? Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, sir. And then not to be biased. Yeah. And then of course the away, or if it was back then, this would have been the home jersey, but you know, things change. But to me, these uh they look tight. And then, you know, we, we move on to what would be the second generation. Of these jerseys, uh, boy, see, I I get so I go so back and forth between the first and the second gen because to me these were just so different than anything else any team was rolling at the time. 
those jerseys are special to me too. The second gen ones, because those were the jerseys that the Sharks wore, like when I became a fan. Mm-hmm. So whenever I see those, it always makes me think of like being a kid and learning hockey. You know, right? So yeah, those just. Oh. And then here's where everything went wrong. <laughs> you know, they, they replaced a perfect crest. Uh, they added orange to the, to the palette for some godforsaken reason. Uh, but, it, you know, it's like, God, even if Adidas made this, doesn't get any better. <laughs> I, think it looks, I think it looks worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're not wrong. Um, but then we start to have a lot of fun. We go to what would be the black jerseys. Now, obviously, the Sharks never wore a style like this. However, Starter did make, um, well, I believe they're called like a fashion series or whatever, where every team, it felt like every team in every sport got a black version of their particular jersey. And this is essentially what that looked like. But if Adidas made it, and I got to tell you, this one's pretty fire. And I'll, and, oh, yeah. And this one, I will tell you why. A lot of fans want the alternate or third jersey to be black, and there's a lot of fans that want the. There's a lot of fans that want the original jersey to be the alternate or third. And this one, like it says in the article, asks the question: Why can't we do both? So I dig this. Um, this is a mock-up of essentially. The, the very first black jersey that the Sharks did ever wear. Uh, some slight modifications, added the teal stripe at the waist, uh, made the uh, chevron stripes on the arms a bit more, th- a little thicker, a little more aggressive, and uh, moved the, what, what was the third thing we did? Want to say the chevrons are a little bit yeah. uh, deeper. Yeah, it's those. Oh, you know what? If you look at the actual jerseys, the... Um, circle fin patches they actually look like they're more on the sleeve than actually being on the shoulder and so this kind of changes that but i absolutely love this one i'd buy a hundred of these and then essentially what would be the black armor jersey uh just made a slight modification there with the um drawstrings because let's be honest anytime a jersey has drawstrings with the adidas style they just look insanely out of place Fun uh, fact about that, AJ, anybody who has an Adidas jersey, go grab it and look at it. You will find that the drawstrings are sewn to the jersey, making them useless. You're welcome. <laughs> As if they weren't <laughs> already. Uh, and then, of course, we mock up the Stadium Series jersey. And the, we put the NorCal patch on each shoulder because, obviously, this would be used in a warm-up. There would be no need to put a Winter Classic or outdoor game or whatever, uh, you wouldn't have that on there. So you just double up on the NorCal patch, the you know a logo that everybody seems to love. I wish they would use this, that more often. This jersey has grown on me over time. As as have I. I wasn't the biggest fan when it first came out, but yes, definitely grown on me. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's what that would look like. But then Eric and I had, <laughs> had some fun. I said, wouldn't it be fun to give ourselves a little challenge in that we des- we would design a home, a way, and an alternate. And then Eric upped the ante and said, well, what about a new Winter Classic and a new uh, Stadium Series? And I said, okay. So here we go. This is Eric's 
envisioning of a new home and away sweater for the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Uh, comments, uh, from, you know, uh, thumbs up, thumb down from the comment section. We'll see. Uh, so there's the away version. Now, I don't know if you can see it too clearly in here, but if I remember correctly, uh, did you put did you put a little bit of the stealth or the uh, the oh, what, the PCB board design in the gray stripe here? Or no. Yeah, on the on the uh, on the sleeves, the the circuit board with the SJ, which is known on the stealth jersey, are are in the uh, sleeves on on the home and away of these guys. Nice. Oh, this is solid use, Roy. Use the drawstrings to hold my beers. I like it. <laughs> solid use, my friend. Um, so let's get back to this. Uh, <laughs> so there is Eric's home and away. And here is my version. Now I took it a, a, a little bit differently. I just said, look, I want, I used kind of that second black one. Hashtag. Why is it going to be black? Uh, use that as kind of a, a jumping off point, but gave it. Cause I really do like the angled stripes on the arms uh, had a few people tell me, including, I think jerk said, dude, just get rid of the damn orange, but I kept it yep. on there as a nod to where they're at now. However, yep. I did remove it for the, uh, the white version. If we can get to it, there you go. It, and that's an interesting thing, AJ, both of us can't stand the orange, but we put that thin stripe in there as a nod to what they've done with orange in their Jersey. Yeah, it's like we're we're <laughs> it's like a a hesitant acknowledgement. <laughs> it's like I don't want to admit they did this, but fine. Uh but this uh, you know, I thought this was try to keep it clean, give it a nice clean look. Um You know, I put the shark teeth in the collar and everything like that, but I was just like to me the current jerseys are just a hair bland. So I yep. thought this added a little something extra without going overboard. Um, then we moved to the alternates. And uh, this, has been, this has been kind of a funny story on this one. Um, <laughs> go ahead and explain why. Uh, well, this, this design itself, obviously, it's, an, it's kind of an updated look to the original style. Uh, it was the design I originally submitted for the Barracuda Jersey contest. Uh, and I've seen, I've seen this design actually on a couple of concepts that people have made. Uh, but, uh, you know, you go with the, the stealth, uh, fin patch and the screaming shark. I just think it pops really well on there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think when, when you see multiple concepts looking exactly like this, it might be an idea to tell you something on, well, on what it should look like. It's funny you say that because this jersey on our social media seems to be the most polarizing. Like it seems to be everybody likes this or they hate the screaming shark. You know, it's but it seems to be. If you go and look at our Instagram, we posted a variety of these on there, and it was like you know which ones do you like the best, and overwhelmingly this one got the most votes. Can I can I can I share a hot take? Absolutely. Sure. If you don't like the screaming shark, then you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's another thing that I think it took a lot of people, including myself, time to get used to. 
Of course. Oh, I liked it from day one. Oh, see, mm-hmm. uh, well, see, and I and I will say too. It looks uh, a little too I, much baseball team for me, but maybe I I think I think too. A lot of people hated it because they assumed it was going to become the new logo. But you know, as AJ Puckeye and I told everybody over the last two years, it's not going to be the new logo. Stop freaking out and. We were right, so, yeah. so scoreboard. <laughs> so anyway, a lot of people digging this. Now, here's where I took an alternate one, and again, this is me taking it to a different extreme where I wanted to use that original teal, so it's kind of a nod to the past. Uh, that's what the three stripes on the arm and the waist represent. It's the 30 years, you know, one band for each decade, and then... I didn't want to use. I wanted to use a crest that they haven't used on a jersey yet. I, well, actually, they did use this on a gray warm-up either last year or the year before, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yep. But this one, you know, but I also gave the uh, letters uh, that gradient look, so it kind of fades in a little bit more, and I think f- makes the shark pop a little bit more. So that's where I went with it. Uh, to be honest, I really like the stripes on the arms on this one, but anyway, because it's just it's so different. Yeah. So now we move on to the classics. Uh, here's Eric's version for a classic. And I'm telling you, this is another one that has been very polarizing. It's been very love or hate. Yeah. Uh, uh, big props to our good friend, Sonia Tydenko, who kind of re, uh, regrammed this on her stories. Uh, this one is, a, is essentially uh, a variation for a nod to the past for the Oakland Seals. Uh, it's the Oakland Seals original design. Uh, it's also the same color that they used in their final years with the that that bright Pacific blue, and the stick is also uh, that Golden Seal yellow on the uh, on the main one. See, and I like the little details that you did in there, and that that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of like you know this is kind of cool. It took I'm not gonna lie, it took a little bit to warm up to me. Like, if I could change anything, I would make the teal and the body go all the way down. I would take out that white, and I would move that move both the stripes down So for the balance. <clears throat> I, let me say this. Uh, generally speaking, I'm, I'm not a fan of the shoulder logos being on the sleeve. Generally speaking, I'm not a fan. However, I think the way that they're framed within the thick black stripes, I think that's a really cool like background for them to be on. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually, you know, the first time I saw this jersey, I was a little hesitant. But now that I'm looking at it more, I actually really dig this. I think the one thing I would maybe do is I would follow the trend that other teams have done who've put the shoulder logo on the sleeve and put the numbers on the shoulders. That's probably mm-hmm. the one thing I would change. But aside from that, I actually really like this jersey. Um, so he, uh, Eric used, a, like you said, he, it was a lot of nods to the seals in the history. And I totally get that. And I think that's a great idea. Like I get it why that would be considered a classic. I took the word classic a different way. <laughs> <laughs> and I went for just like a very clean look, you know, in a very classic type looking sweater. Now, the other thing, too, is that I didn't want to use a crest that had already been used on any other jersey, so I created this one. And, mm-hmm. you know, I looked, I think the, the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, yep. Pittsburgh, 
Yep. The couple roundel. Uh, yeah, they use that kind of, um, you know, circle, almost like a, uh, almost like a kind of a shoulder patch type of a thing, or like a, an insignia coin, whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. and then using the San Jose Sharks font and the established thing in there. That's where I went. Now, I didn't know which way Eric was going to go with his, so <laughs> I actually made another version of this in teal. Oh, nice. Yeah. See that teal looks really sharp. Yeah, see, but I was so and that's you know, I wanted again, I wanted to have uh ours to be as different as possible. Yeah. And I should preface this it, when Eric and I put this challenge together, we didn't see each other's designs until the very last minute. There was no yep. like, what are you doing? What do you there was none of that. So anyway, that yeah. So I went with this and uh there you go. Uh and then finally Stadium series. And again, another polarizing jersey. Not a lot of people digging this one. I think it's a little too futuristic for a lot of people. Uh, I got to say, I really like the sleeves. The only thing I would change on this mm-hmm. um, is the I would r- replace the electric teal with either gray or white because I think that would pop, make it pop more. Yeah, I I was really debating whether or not to go with something else, and I kind of used the electric teal mainly to make sure, because it is an outdoor game, it is a futuristic look to it, Uh, it was more to make sure that the numbers pop, like when you are sitting in section 425 of Levi's Stadium, or you're sitting in section 314 of Oracle Park, when we'll have another stadium series, you want to make sure that you see what the what the number is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think I, I do like putting the um, circuit board into the number. I thought that was a cool uh, cool idea. Uh, the Tron jersey. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's mine uh, for Stadium Series. And this is another one that was very polarizing. This one yeah. got... A lot of positive feedback, much more than I thought. To to be honest, when I put this up, I was kind of like, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of feeling this, but I don't know. And I kept going back and forth. But, you know, the big thing was I wanted it to be a color of a jersey that they hadn't used really. I mean, yeah, there was like that one gray warm up we talked about earlier with the SJ font. And, but, you know, after all those years of me shitting all over the LA stadium cases for being so bland. I was a little nervous about this one. I'm going, ah, I don't know about gray and, you know, and then with the white logo, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm out of all the ones that I did. I, this is the one I keep coming back to where I literally ask myself out of the five, which one would I be most excited to buy? And I think I go with this one. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that yes, it's gray, but also using the sharks chomp font. And I remember yeah. jerk when I showed him like a very early idea of something I, I was working on. I forget what crest I initially had, and I switched to this, and that's when Jerk's tart got popped. Well, and I was going to say this one. I'll say this. You could only get away with wearing this jersey in a Winter Classic or an outdoor game in general. Mm-hmm. But, god damn it, I really like that. <laughs> that, 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 that Shark's Chomp that sharks font is so iconic and it's and it's tough that it doesn't get used as much as it it used to uh it's so amazing by itself 
I, I I really liked it on the front. I was like a little skeptical about the gray, especially a light gray, because it's like, okay, are you wearing the white jersey or are you going dark jersey? I almost thought you might have gone maybe a scotch darker with the gray, but that just pops out with that sharks font, and that would be such a huge hit, especially if you, I mean, if you made a teal version of that one, oh goodness gracious, that is going to pop so well. Well, and and you also you did a really good job. I mean, like Puck, I said. You know, for having a grayish, a, a light gray jersey with a white crest, I, to me that would be red flag. But you did a really good job at making it so that the crest can pop, even though the color is very similar to the jersey itself. Right. Cool. Um, and then finally, you know, I had a little bit of fun because there have been mashup nights. So it's, well, what would future mashup jerseys? We've already seen the Giants and the A's, and we've seen a couple Warriors ones, but let's start with the 49ers. Now, I, I, I did make another version of this. I didn't load it on here. I probably should have, uh, just for, for balance sake. But I took the, you know, the, uh, the red stripe on the waist in, in, you know, in between the uh, white stripes of the arms, and I took the SF made all of those elements the 49er gold from their from the the color palette and mm-hmm. it looks good i i just think this looks sharper now it's tough because you know it's the gold rush is the name of their like cheerleading squad like you know gold has a big thing to do with it uh maybe there's a way you can incorporate that maybe you make the outlines more gold i don't know but i think what if Give me another and, pass at this, and yeah. Well, and and usually you only you only see this in the AHL. You don't see this in the NHL. But what if maybe for one time only, just for fun, maybe in addition to a warm up jersey, they can have warm up socks. Yeah, well, that would, that I would agree. Kind of cool. You got to rip those off of the players really quick that's, before the. That's the thing, the- though. That's yeah. the thing, though. You, you would have to rip them off. You'd have to retape your game socks. And so it would be a pain in the ass. But I think if you want to incorporate gold and keep the integrity of this jersey, that might be a way to do it. That yeah. would be cool. And what's funny is, you know, I posted these on our Instagram, and there was one particular gentleman. I don't know who he is, but dude lost his ever loving mind that we didn't do a Raiders one. And I'm like, the Raiders aren't a Bay Area Trash. team anymore, Trash. dude. Don't even bring that. <laughs> You're supposed to take the trash outside. When 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 the Raiders said good luck to the Vegas Golden Knights two years ago before yeah. they played the Sharks, that's when they decided to become a Vegas team. So yeah, by Felicia- I, I'm not even a I'm not even a football fan, and I've made a habit of talking shit on the Raiders for that stunt. There you go. Uh, so we move on to baseball. Uh, yes, we've, we've Gross. already yep. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a man is gonna about to just love this right it's now. Gro- it's gross because it's the Giants, but from a design perspective, that's actually really clean. <laughs> now, you know, if I take another pass at this, uh, I'd obviously change the numbers, but this, I thought, was like a pretty clean, solid design. I might tidy up a thing or two with this, but I do, like, would I get one of these? Uh, you better bet your ass I would, you know, <laughs> in a heartbeat. This next one you're gonna throw up. This is the one where I gotta get the uh, get the lotion out and get ready to go here. <laughs> oh my lanta! Uh, 
Send it. Oh, baby, a triple. Here we go. <laughs> that that is that's that's beauty. The Oakland A's baseball club with the green O. Oh, oh, um, yeah. Again, I would take another pass at this to update the numbers. See, I'd that's... make the A's logo a skosh bigger. Yep. Yes, I, I would as well. I again, it's one of those things. Where I was just having a good time with it, but it was getting late into the night. Um, <laughs> and yes, we watermarked every single one of these. You better believe it. No one need anybody else taking credit for our hard work. Uh, Lord knows they do that enough already. Anyway. Uh, That's true. This one, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I'd update the numbers. I'd put together what the backs would look like because I think with especially the baseball jersey ones, I think we'd have a lot of fun. You know what I would really like to do is to put together a Niners one that the number on the back has the uh, drop shadow effect from their Super Bowl season, oh, the last one they won yes. in, in 94, that they wore their whites this year for a few games. Yeah, That's I would do the thing. same thing. I think that would look tight as hell. Uh, but yeah, and then um, and then finally, and you'll notice this one does in fact use the number, the, the correct font for the Warriors on the sleeves. Uh, but this is the my interpretation of a cool Warriors warm-up, and I'll tell you why. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the Sharks have already done a couple. I th- they already gave out blue jerseys, but they didn't actually wear blue warm-ups. They wore yellow ones and they wore white ones, if I'm correct. Yes? Uh, I know they would. Oh no, the they white. wore black ones. They wore they wore black one. They wore black, and they wore white. Black, yeah, and they, they wore white. Yeah, but, but they, they they gave away a blue one and a yellow one, and a yellow and a white one. one. Yeah, and, and a white a, one. Jesus, so, are we done with the Warriors? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. So the Sacramento this, Kings get no love. <laughs> no love. So uh, yeah, this is what I think a cool uh, Warriors design would look like. And, uh, you know, I put the old school Warriors logo on the uh, shoulder there, which I thought I, I debated about putting that on the front, to be honest, just to give it a real old school vibe. But, um, yeah, anyway, uh, and that concludes our show. <laughs> the, 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 I, noticed, I noticed there wasn't a mashup for the San Jose Earthquakes. I didn't get to that. First off, I didn't get to them. Because uh, <laughs> let's be to say nobody watches soccer. Yeah, well, the, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. ouch. Uh, I didn't get to them yeah. just simply because I was putting these three articles together. I was trying to get everything uh, collected. Mm-hmm. The other, th- quite honestly, I dude, Eric would love doing that far more than I would. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah, I'm and like, and I and <laughs> I don't want it to seem like I'm slamming soccer. Soccer is the other sport that I actually kind of, sort of, maybe like on a rare occasion. But yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, but let's go whole hog, like dude. So- I don't feel like soccer really drives the needle. No, uh, but right? but if we're gonna do it, like let's go full blown, and it's like okay, fine, let's do Quakes, but let's mm-hmm. do San Jose State, let's do Stanford, let's do Berkeley, because they do those college nights. Let's do Santa Clara. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, and have them be fundraisers for their hockey program because all of them have hockey programs and and you know deep down inside i hope with the new barracuda arena that the uh that the will potentially get the san jose state to where arizona state is and get them to division one hockey that would be nice yeah yeah, that'd be really cool yeah bud i'm still i'm still holding that hope there is one day there will be one day that an nhl player is drafted uh and they're from san jose now 
There mm-hmm. was somebody from Gilroy who was drafted last year, but not really the same thing. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and you know, before we started doing the jersey thing, I feel so badly uh, for the people who listen to the audio-only version of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sorry I didn't just, give you a heads up just, before then. Just means you got to be here. Yeah, well, or, you know, if you want to play along while you're listening to that on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever, log on to TealTownUSA.com. All the three articles are there, and you can follow along. Uh, it's very easy. Um, so I think with that, uh, you know, Type 45 went out the window 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so <laughs> When you get uh, us talking jerseys, AJ, that, that you know that's just pew out of there. And I knew it would. I knew it would. Uh, a couple shout-outs. Happy birthday to one Mr. Brody Brazil, who celebrated his birthday at the Ooh. beginning of the month. Who? And happy birthday to friend of the show, Drew Remenda, who just had a birthday this week. And who, uh, if, if fortune falls the right way, I will be talking to later this week. So uh, it should be fun to get his take, the, the Canadian <laughs> viewpoint, if you will, of all of this madness and remember drew doesn't have to hold back any longer guys <laughs> you can kind of let it fly if you will uh the other thing of course we have to let you know about uh the end of felix's series of articles on head trauma the final uh part i guess if you want to say part four dropped today so go check those out again tealtownusa.com or all of our recent interviews Jamie Baker, Jonathan Becker, Randy Hahn, Brody Brazil. Those are all up there. Again, looking forward to talking with Remenda. Hopefully it happens this week. If not, it better be next week. Uh, well, I'm also looking into getting another special guest. And uh, we'll see how that rolls. Uh, I know it's – actually, I'm looking at getting two, but we'll see. You know, I can't – I got to be uh, – can't be too You got to be stealth. Can't be, yeah, I gotta be stealth. Can't be too greedy. But uh, let's just say I, uh, I have some things to work on. <laughs> so, with that, thank you guys very much for joining us tonight. We probably should have done this on Sunday, but hey, it was Easter. And then uh, yesterday I had some things to do. So, uh, Jerk, where can the people find you and your final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, since the last time we recorded a podcast, there have been zero nhl games which is unfortunate uh but that's the um <laughs> and don scoys never look better no go ahead <laughs> oh, but i thought you, you know, were yannick hansen that's the <laughs> he's retired but that you know that's the that's the reality that we live in right now and it sucks but you know i i think we're all doing a very good job staying healthy staying safe want to say thank you obviously to puck 14 our our own personal essential worker, you can tell clearly, just got back from ground zero. Um, <laughs> you know, he, I don't want to make anybody cry on this show, but, you know, he's been busting his ass the last five weeks, and we all appreciate it because, Thank you know, you, it, it allows it allows us to retain some level of normalcy. Absolutely. So, super mad props to Puck Guy. Uh, if you would ever feel so inclined... Shoot him a DM. Just say, hey, thanks, and I love you, buddy. So that's all I have to say, and you can find me on Twitter, at Hockey underscore Jerk. And you may or may not be able to find me on Discord later tonight. We'll see. The other thing you should know about Hockey Jerk, during this time of the coronavirus, (laughs) 
all of his tweets are available for free right now. Yes, that is true. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously you do want to, you know, the times are tough for, for, for our local tweeters as well. And you want to make sure you tip your local tweeters. But yes, they are free. Um, for now. For now. Uh, Puck guy. Jerk. Uh, Jeez, who who cut the onions here? My God, man! Thank well, you. All I'm saying, uh, all I'm saying is, we spend eleven months out of the year busting your balls, so I figured we could be nice to you. Oh, that's nice. And, thank, and, thankfully, <laughs> my, I, but, and thankfully, my connection is working well tonight. But no, I, I, oh, I wouldn't go I that meant, far. I, I meant everything I said. So. No, I appreciate it, but and, and everybody who who has who has thank and I see some of the comments in the chat too. Really appreciate it. It's been it's been crazy how crazy the grocery stores have been. So thank you for your patience and everything. Uh, as for me, you know, we've done this done this variation of show for five years and it's such a welcome distraction right now to uh, kind of have some normalcy. So I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Appreciate AJ and Jerk and all all of the people at uh, at uh, at this uh, dog and pony show that we uh, we enjoy. Uh, I'm at Puck Guy 14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, Rocket, you are missed. Well, hope to see you back soon. Uh, and you know what? I also miss hockey because uh, it, it's it's getting bad over here. I'm I'm starting to play NHL 20 and it's getting it's getting painful yeah, playing once eliminated all the time. Well, and I was going to say, that game sucks, so clearly you must be desperate. <laughs> Dude, I'm so desperate, I, I, I'm thinking about buying a PlayStation just to play the damn game. <laughs> all, all I'm going to say is, guys, today I got a DVD player for my Mac, and I have over 400 Sharks games on on disc. I'm just saying we might have some uploads to do soon. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Rip all that shit and get rid of those DVDs. I, I, <laughs> I, I did want to. I forgot to mention one more thing, uh, and this nobody's going to understand this reference, but I just have to say it for the public ears. If you see a squirrel on the loose, make sure you keep track of it. That's all, all right. I have to say. Nice. Uh, I am AJ underscore Strong on all the social media. Uh, final thoughts is uh, just do what you can. Stay safe. Stay stay healthy. Stay home. Uh, if you can, and that, that, I mean, that's really all there is to say, to be honest. Um, again, Hashtag quarantine together. <laughs> quarantine. There we go. Uh, <laughs> again, as always, if you missed a show, you want to hear it again, you can find us on your favorite podcatcher as well as YouTube and tealtownusa.com. Again, if you could help us out, support the show by subscribing to our YouTube channel, telling a friend and getting them to subscribe. We would certainly appreciate it as well as following us on our social media platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. That would be outstanding. All right. So hope you guys all had a fantastic Easter. At some point we will, we must, it shall happen. Hockey will return. So that's Pucknologist99 in the books. Again, thanks for watching. And on behalf of everyone here, I have to ask, brother, you got any logs I can borrow? <laughs>